0: Good afternoon, my name is Ali Mihan. I'm founder of Costa Women and I'm delighted that you've decided to join us to make it happen this afternoon. Costa Women is the largest community for women living in Spain or women heading this way and I just want to start this Make It Happen call by thanking our sponsors for the call, uh, Currencies Direct. Currencies Direct offer you money exchange from whatever currency to whatever currency and they're guaranteed to save you money so check them out at currenciesdirect.com. This afternoon, I'm delighted to have on this Make It Happen call Kathy Innes. Kathy is an experienced entrepreneur, mentor, and trainer. Kathy has a mission to help motivate business owners transform good ideas into profitable business, and we all like profitable businesses. Whether you're starting out or ready to make it grow, Kathy is all about taking action in your business so that you can achieve the success that you deserve. Welcome, Kathy. Hello Ali, lovely to see you. Good to see you too. So the theme for these interviews, as I mentioned, is Make It Happen. How did you start your journey to make it happen for your business? Um,
1: well, I've I've been in business for a little over 18 years now. and um, And I say that whereas right at the beginning I wasn't really in business.
0: Okay. I
1: started... Trading, um, let's put it that way. While I was still working full time, and um, I think what they call them now is something like a, a side gig or something. <laughs> um, There's some that kind of modern day term for it. But basically, I I, I had um, I was really interested in something, and I saw it more as a hobby than 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 as a business, but also a way to bring in a little bit of extra money, um, pin money, that that kind of thing, and so. I started with that and, and it was, it was okay. And it was pretty successful. And I, I actually had to cut down my hours at work in order to um, make it grow and and make it happen. And so um, that business, I I, just to let you know that the first business was, was image consultancy. I I, I went off and I trained as an image consultant and um, that was, that was really quite successful. Um, in my eyes at that particular point in time and over the time of, of of operating that that business it morphed a little bit into dealing with people who were um, looking more at personal branding so the idea of you know showing your authentic self and, and those kinds of things and it, it moved quite a lot from working one-to-one with people to working in uh, with groups in say corporate situations and and, and, and those sorts of things, so um, things were going pretty well. There was always money in my bank account, and i was I was very happy and um, When I was offered redundancy i I took the bull by the horns and said yes thank you very much I I will I will definitely take that and and it was lovely because they gave me a lot of money to go away and I sat with that for for quite some time and continued doing what I was doing and then it got really to the point where the redundancy money was almost gone right and I realized that that balance that we need wasn't actually there because there was more money going out than was coming in and what I realized was yeah I'll be honest I'd been a bit cocky because I'd had enough money but because I didn't really know business i would never had anybody around me who'd ever run their own business um that at that time there weren't in the UK, the support mechanisms that you've got as a startup entrepreneur, there weren't places you could go to to get help, support, and advice. You're basically on your own. Um, I, I realized that if I didn't pull my socks up and actually start to understand what business meant and the things that I needed to do, I'd be in a really sticky situation. So that's what I did. I went through a, a really sticky time where, you know, if But to be quite honest, if my husband hadn't been working full time and we didn't have a standard salary coming through, I would have had to have gone back to work because um, there just was not enough money coming in. But through actually making the changes that I needed to make, um, understanding what I should be doing in terms of my own uh, marketing and in terms of um, the things I should be paying for and not paying for in my business, the kinds of customers I should be looking for, all of those very, very basic things, all working towards making sure that more came in than went out. That's, that's what I really, really, really worked on. So um, that's, that's how, it, how it all started. Okay. Um, and and then, it, then it morphed into something slightly different after that. I don't know if you want me to tell you what, that actually, what actually happened in that point.
0: Well, yeah, because you've got a brand now called Little Piggy. So how did yeah. you come up with that amazing name? And what, does, what does it actually stand for and what, what's behind the Little Piggy brand? Well,
1: going back to saying what I was doing in terms of working in organisations um, around personal branding, one of the things that started to happen with the business was that people um, wanted me to help them with the same concept, but branding their business. So, you know, if I'm branding myself and I'm a business owner, how do I then fit into the brand of my organisation? That, that kind of thing. Um, the whole time I'd been doing what I was doing and learning this stuff about what business is, etc. I'd been developing my own marketing skills and things had got better. And as a massive networker, one of the things that had started to happen was that people were asking me to meet them for coffee. And um during the coffee meeting, it would be, well, I've got this problem. Um, Can you help me solve it? So of course I'd sit there. That's what we do when we, when we network is, yeah, can I, can, how can I help you? And somebody actually, my own mentor said to me, well, why aren't you charging people? And I hadn't even thought about that as a, as a, as a way to make money or to have a business. So what happened was that it, it it transformed more into working one-to-one with people on their businesses. And when I'd started doing the image and then it had changed into the personal branding, etc., I'd always traded under my own name. And what I found is that as my business changed, the model changed, the offer changed, that somehow or another the two things didn't sit together okay. as well as they should. And I was I was in the shower one day because I was thinking, you know, I need to review my website. It needs a bit of an upgrade. I'm not so happy now with with what the business is called. Um, The branding I've got is 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 not working for me uh, at the moment. And so I was having a shower and I thought to myself, what is it that I actually do? And the thing that I thought of, well, I get businesses off to market and. The nursery rhyme came into my head. So this little piggy went to market, this little piggy stayed at home. And then I started thinking about the lines in that um, nursery rhyme because, um, you know, it is about getting people off to market. Uh, This little piggy stayed at home. I I work a lot with people who work from home. They've got, you know, your traditional one-person business, bedroom business, if you want to call it that. Um, This little piggy had roast beef is about... um, Businesses that are successful, so they've got enough money to buy the good things in life. Um, this little piggy had none. Is in fact a lot of the businesses that I work with because they've got businesses, but they're not really making any money, and they're doing all of the things they sh- think they should be doing, but it's not having any success. And then the piggy that went wee 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 all the way home is the one that's got everything right. It's working fine, and you know they they're, they're um, in seventh heaven. So that's why I call my company little piggy because it's it's about getting people off to market so yeah. long way round okay.
0: yeah yeah no I love that analogy um and and get it now I've, I've always wondered why that it had that name so that's amazing and I, don't you just love those shower moments when suddenly you get an idea in the shower I've it, got a friend who actually you can buy
1: these things because scuba divers use them
0: okay you can
1: get Uh, pads and pens that work underwater and she actually has one in her shower because she gets so many good ideas in the shower so she just writes them down while she's there and i think i think that's great (laughs) wow
0: that's a really good idea yeah yeah so you've had a few hiccups along the way and you've learned from your big challenges what would you say has big been your biggest learning that you would pass on to other people that are wanting to do something with a hobby business or they've got a passion for something that they want to create into a business what would you say your biggest top tip would be the missing link between passion and profit
1: is planning okay and you know my my clients will know this because i say it to them all of the time that you can be as passionate as you want about your business. You love your business. Nobody else does. Your job is to make other people love it. And they aren't going to do that if you don't go at things in a logical, process-driven way. Now, I work a lot with creatives. As I say, I work a lot with people that are one-person operations. And planning is often seen as a oh I'll do it if I've got time the problem is you never do have time yeah and if you don't make the time for it you're going to flounder you're going to be in exactly the same place next year as you are this year and if you really 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 don't take control of the numbers in your business um, understanding things such as what the um, average value of a customer is to you um, how you know how much your average customer brings you in terms of turnover um, what you can then do with those numbers in order to grow your business so how you can reinvest some of that money back into your business um, i'll take marketing as a, as, a, as a classic example a lot of um, smaller micro businesses they don't do any cash flow forecasting they don't do any budgeting which means often they won't have any either physical or mental idea of how much their marketing is going to cost them for a year. So therefore when it comes to people talking to them about how much certain things are going to cost, they don't see the cost as coming out of the business. They see the cost as coming out of their pocket. Right. and Which means that they tend not to invest that money in the business. So it means then that the business doesn't benefit from the things that paying that money will will bring so there's lots of really subtle um waves going in 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 very small and and micro businesses and i think for me those were the biggest learnings i i I wanted to do everything i wanted to either throw loads of money at stuff which i could when i was working full time because i had a salary coming in or i didn't want to spend any money on anything yeah and actually both things are as bad as each other in, in 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 some circumstances so the main thing is to sit down and plan out your business you know how many of these do you want in a year how much of that do you want in a year and if that's the case how much is that going to cost um and being realistic
0: about the numbers so yeah, yeah. that's that's the biggest thing yeah no good advice one of our uh, ladies here joe bendel she um posted on Facebook the other day if you don't have time to write down your goals how are you ever going to get time to achieve them and that's so true.
1: Apps are blooming it's it's the you know the number of times people have said yes but it's all in here and I'm sorry but it isn't because what you're having for dinner gets in there as well and um, you know whether the kids have got to get new shoes gets in there as well or all of those other things are in there and if it's all in that mishmash melting pot um it just gets a little bit lost. So no, nice big whiteboard in front of where you work with those things in front of you, that's the thing that you actually need. Get it yeah. out on a piece
0: of paper. Yeah, great, good. We do love paper. <laughs> so you were um honoured to be included in Facebook's She Means Business Initiative. So how, how did you get involved with that and what did it mean for you personally as well as for your tribe of followers? Um, I think that the way I got involved was luck, I
1: suppose. Um, I'm a member of an organisation called Enterprise Nation, a UK based um, organisation, which does masses of great work for um, uh, small and, and micro businesses. And they have very good relationships with lots of um, other organisations, Facebook uh, being one of them. And I've I've been lucky over the last few years to have done some work for Enterprise Nation, speaking at their events and, and various other bits and pieces like that. So back in 2017, at the beginning of 2017, when Facebook contacted Enterprise Nation to say, you know, we'd like you to be our partner in the UK to push this programme forward. Um, I was one of the people that Enterprise Nation contacted because I suppose they saw me as a, a safe pair of hands. They knew what I could do, those kinds of things. So I was one of the people that was contacted and asked whether I would be willing to be part of this programme and yeah, jumped at it with open arms, most most definitely. Um, so in 2017, we had uh, eight people who were taken over to Dublin uh, to Facebook to go through the training that we needed to go through in order to de- deliver the programme. Um, and it was a programme that was delivered in lots of different ways. So um, face-to-face in group work, um, we did lots of things like meetups and um Semi formalized networking events. Uh, we did quite a lot of stuff online and, and things like that too. And we'd been given a target of uh, 10,000 women. And I think, if, if I'm getting my numbers right, by the end of 2017, we'd actually uh, got to about 13,000 wow. women. Wow. Um, so this year, they've upped the number of, of people that um, are, are delivering. We've got 20 people now and they're from all over the uk because that was the other thing is because there are only eight of us we were quite our reach wasn't as massive as it could be but now we've got people all over you know uh, up in scotland northern ireland wales you know up into yorkshire and northwest those, those kinds of things so um and and it's a very very similar process again this year so uh yeah and you know as i said it's it's an initiative that's been run in conjunction with um, enterprise nation here in the uk but if if anybody in spain is interested there um there is a website the she means business website okay and on that on that website there are lots of um like self-help training videos and resources. So you can you can just log in and, and use those. So if you want to know best practice about using your Facebook page or um, you know some great ideas for using it as a marketing resource or anything to do with um, uh, Facebook advertising, those kinds of things, there's resources on there people can access. Okay,
0: great. And we'll actually put it down below here um, when yeah. I edit the video so people can, can find the link excellent so what would you say it difference it made for you personally and for your tribe of followers i think in terms of uh, for me
1: (laughs) i'm gonna hold my hands up here it sort of turned me into a facebook convert okay but still with a pinch of salt um because i i i was never a a massive fan of facebook I, i had a personal profile on facebook that i very rarely used because I just found it a bit too invasive and uh, I recognized Facebook as a a tool for for business but didn't necessarily see it as a a tool for my business and I think that that's that's the difference that it made to me is is I, I can still look at it and I can still critique it and and think you know this bit I find useful but that bit I don't at all um I I can I can still do that but I I do give it a lot more um credence and credibility now particularly now with um obviously Facebook owns Instagram yeah and Facebook owns WhatsApp as well so we've got a, a nice set of tools there that that you can that you can use and I think the key thing it's been been for me and the kinds of people that I work with as well is getting them to understand or realize what, which Perhaps which of facebook's products is best for them and their business so some of them yes it will be facebook itself others you know let's just go and start using instagram um, because that's going to be better better for you so it's given me a lot more knowledge about what facebook can do
0: yeah yeah great um and you, I was delighted to meet you in person and press the flesh, as it were, when you rocked our marketing and social media talk at the International Women's Day conference earlier this year. So what did you actually get out of the day for you, Cathy Ennis?
1: I think that the interesting thing for me, oh, apart from, and this is a bit of an aside, okay. is that I met the most wonderful woman called Eunice O'Rourke, who, through lots of different circum navigation happens to be the sister of one of the guys that used to work with my husband oh wow which is bizarre and it was you know Gareth contacting my husband saying what's your wife doing with my sister (laughs) so you know that small world or what yeah, and and I think probably for me that's that's a lot that I got out of, of of coming to the coming to the conference. I thought it was it was a great event. It was a, a brilliant celebration. I I was really interested in the information that came through about um, Spain and women's businesses in Spain and the attitude to women running their own businesses in Spain. That that really that really fascinated me. Um, but I also it was really interesting to find that the challenges that people are facing in Spain in terms of uh, starting a business, growing a business, uh, being part of their business, is basically the same as 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 it is here in the UK, and that what we really need to do, I suppose, as as, as females, is this this idea of, of self support and yeah. and having a network of people that we can turn to for, for that help, support and, and advice. So, yeah, it doesn't, I suppose for me, it doesn't matter which bit of geography you end up standing on. Um, there may well be some slightly local issues, but the bigger ones, they're all exactly the same. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was fascinating.
0: Yeah. So moving on from there then to Me, Inc., which um fits quite well with that so what does it mean for you and the challenges you see particularly for women with knee ink it's funny because
1: the thing that got me to move from image consultancy into personal branding was tom peters (laughs) (laughs) and tom peters is the person that basically um uh created that phrase and um he wrote an article way back when about the fact that we're all now the ceo of me incorporated whether we're in employment or whether we're running our own own business and that plus a couple of other things set the the underlying aspect of of you know my personal branding business but also i've I've carried those principles through into into my current business and i think the, the the biggest thing for me is this this whole concept of of authenticity and um brand values and when when i work with um micro businesses small businesses on getting them to understand what they're about one of the first things we do is we work on a brand values exercise and i then get them to use that to push forward the brand development of their own business because i find that sometimes people are attempting to be one thing in their business and something else in their personal life and the problem with that is that we can't split ourselves in half we are just one one person and we've got to make sure that that both sides of us are as authentic as as authentic as possible. So, yeah, so that's, that's really, um, that, that's really that. And I think if, if I look at it in terms of, in terms of women, when I do the brand values exercise, one of the main points I do is I'm, I get people to, to, um, involve others in the creation of their brand values So I get them to do a 360 degree um, view of of themselves. And so I get them to ask friends, colleagues, um, people they manage, everybody around them to to tell them, you know, if they had to describe them in five words or phrases, what would those words or phrases be? And the interesting thing I find with, with the women that I get to do this is that when they do the exercise themselves from how they would describe themselves is how little credit they give themselves and then when they get the things from people around them and people start feeding in these um these terms you know they don't always recognize them and sometimes it's a bit of a struggle to get them to accept them as real so i think really for me one of the things as women we've got to do is we've got to acknowledge that we are probably better stronger more able than we often give ourselves credit for
0: yeah absolutely yes that's it yeah yeah good so we're going to do a very quick fire round now yeah ask you five quick questions yeah um business book you're currently reading or favorite business book and number one thing you've learnt.
1: right um i'm going to hold my hands up here and say i'm not a brilliant book reader uh these days it's more on the fly and i'm more of a blog reader so I, I read blogs from uh, Forbes. They have a great blog, yeah. Inc, Social Media Examiner. Um, I love the stuff that um, I, if people haven't come across it, that Amy Porterfield does. Um, I've bought some books here. These, these are my most inspirational books. Okay. Um, Link was the one that got me onto the whole thing about um, first impressions. Um, if people haven't read that by Malcolm Gladwell, they should. Um, Outliers, which is the book about you know how um, if you practice, 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 you're going to get better. So don't put it off. And this little uh, gem from Robert Craven, which is a bit old now, um, but it talks to you about how you know if you're a business that doesn't produce something except say intellectual property, it's how you can actually make your your business your business grow um and i think this this um, robert craven one is is a main learning because i know uh, from talking to robert that he wrote this while he was on a skiing holiday but he broke his leg on the first day wow um, so that in the the room while everybody else was out skiing and he put this together and the reason i love this book is that it's got lots of white space and it's got lots of bullet points and it's very much a how-to book. Um, and it's the kind of book that as, um, you know, people who m- may not be the best writers in the world, um, it's the kind of thing that we can actually create ourselves really easily. So, you know, let this be an example to people.
0: Yeah, no, great tips. And there's the second time over the summer someone's recommended outliner to me, so I think i better read it.
1: Oh, is, is that? <laughs>
0: Malcolm Gladwell
1: if you haven't read anything by him I recommend him he is a brilliant storyteller and and he just makes he makes facts come to life and yeah definitely definitely read it
0: yeah yeah best piece of advice you've ever been given
1: um in business rejection is not personal just because people say no to something you're offering them doesn't mean that they don't like you they're just saying no to whatever the offer is. And the, often, no is a maybe anyway. So, um, yeah. So, rejection rejection isn't personal. We're Marmite. Some people love us.
0: Some people hate us. Okay. Okay, good. Good piece of advice there. And I'm waving my Make It Happen magic wand. So, you get one wish for your business. Oh, what are you thinking about? about? <laughs> um, well... Because I'm knee-deep in
1: it at the moment, I'm I'm really hoping um, to pull my uh, Facebook group f- further forward. I, I run a Facebook group called the JFDI Club. Um, the JDI stands for Just Do It. I'll leave it to your imagination. <laughs> to what for. Um, and uh, we're just about to launch into the group a, a four-week program for uh, creating a marketing campaign that people can launch in September. So, yeah. Full forward with that one. Great,
0: yeah, yeah. and we'll, and can I share that group in this? Yeah, abs-
1: absolutely. I'll I'll let you have the link, and I'll um yeah. I'll, I'll 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 give you that to you definitely. Great, thank you.
0: And you talked about having coffee business dates. So, oh yes, the, when was the last time you had one, and were able to help somebody with their business? Well, I think it, it was um
1: it, it was an interesting one because it was after a training session. That, that I had run, and um, it wasn 't just with one person, it was with two or three people that had been on on the training and we we just went and, and had a, a a drink afterwards and what it was was around um, their websites, to be honest, and I think that what all three of them had was a really really good looking website you know they, they looked they looked the business, but actually the way the content had been put together um, it wasn't doing it for them. So really important bits of information were in the wrong part of the website. They weren't front and centre. Um, and I think there'd been a little bit of design over content. So I just sat there and we worked on on how they should restructure, restructure their website to make it a little bit more appealing and attractive to, to their
0: customers. Yeah, no, I think it's always good to get advice about any sort of flyer, promotion, website because what you see and what everybody else sees are normally completely different things so
1: well the the main thing was that it didn't what they had didn't work effectively on a mobile device and they were responsive but the way the responsiveness had been built it meant that when people went onto their websites all they saw was a pretty picture they didn't see any content at all that would encourage them to go further into the website so that kind of thing was was really quite quite crucial
0: yeah it is because so many people nowadays are just using the mobile phone they don't even have a computer anymore so
1: yeah i've just bought myself a new phone a a big one (laughs) um and you know so i i'm using that massively so um yeah so it's it's it it's taken the place of of a desktop device definitely Yeah,
0: yeah And what next for Cathy? What are you doing over the summer? Are you apart from launching this group? What's or the Um, new part of the group? Well, for me,
1: it's thinking about moving home. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're looking to uh, move to Norfolk. So next week, we're spending a week up there to go there, not as tourists, but with an eye to seeing it as somewhere to live. So for me, the big thing is, 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 is moving, but also managing it so that the business comes with me. Right. Because I don't, I don't want to end up in a place where nobody knows me. So I have to start thinking about my own marketing of my business and, and how I get messages into that part of the UK. Yeah. So that when I arrive there, it's I'm, I'm not a totally unknown quantity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's particularly crucial for women that are moving to Spain because yes. quite often it's the last thing that they actually think about is what's going to happen when I, when I move there because they're too yeah. busy thinking about other stuff. So, yeah, that, that's a really important thing to think about.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, thank you, Cathy. How can we connect with you and find out more about marketing for our businesses?
1: Well, as I say, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have the link to the JFDI Club. So people, it, it is a paid for group, but people can have a one month free trial. So if they come in now, they'll, they'll be able to work their way through that August campaigning thing. So that would right. be a really good time for yeah. them. Um, otherwise, they can come to my website, um, which is quite simple. It's littlepiggy.ltd. Okay, um, they can email me. Um, and my email is simple. It's Kathy with a K at littlepiggy.ltd, Or come along to my Facebook page, um, which is you know the normal Facebook front end bit um, with Little Piggy UK. So okay. th- those are the those are the easiest ways to to get in contact. And I'd love to hear from people. Um, it would be, be really really nice to to hear from folk and good. hopefully i'll be seeing everybody um next year at the conference yeah so that, that would be great
0: yeah. yeah it'd be great to have you back again and actually i'd like to recommend this book that kathy wrote up <laughs> <laughs> on my desk oh, um, thank you. which is really good because it helps you schedule in your social media throughout the whole year so and it's a great uh, resource book so um have a look on amazon um because they're still available there Thank you very it, much. It doesn't matter what time of year you start it either, because it's not. No, that's the good so thing. It, I wrote
1: it so that so that people could dive in at any time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good. Well, thank you, Kathy, and look forward to seeing you properly in March. Thank you, Ali. Lovely to see you again. Okay. Bye. Bye.